When you stop and think about all that's going on here in the good old USA today, you might think that there are only two sides to every story. With over 327 million citizens, there are actually many more sides to our American story. On this program, I provide you with a different point of view, mine. This is The Truth Hurts, a program where I exercise my First Amendment right to free speech by providing you with information. Hopefully, you will absorb this knowledge, stop, and actually think about the issues, the facts, and the general state of our American story. I'm Steve Z, and this is The Truth Hurts Program. You know, it's not easy being this cheesy, but I figured I'd go ahead and mention a little bit more about the Wuhan, China, novel coronavirus 19. On this Monday, August 3rd, 2020, we'll have that along with some other coronavirus-related topics right after this. Finally, someone is saying what we have all been thinking. Steve Z, telling it like it is. Congressional leaders and White House officials are scheduled to meet today to continue their so-called negotiation on a proposed $1 trillion stimulus package. That means they're going to print another trillion dollars, boys and girls, taking us even one step closer to becoming Venezuela. The more money they print, the lower the value of our dollar is. That's just common sense economics 101. Hell, that's high school economics. After a so-called productive meeting on Saturday, what? They worked Saturday? Republicans and Democrats blamed one another for the deadlock and the expiration of the $600 weekly bonus given to people who don't want to go to work or can't go to work. I'll be fair. The hits keep coming to the retail uh, sector. Lord & Taylor and Tailored Brands, the companies who own Men's Warehouse and Joseph A. Banks' men's clothing stores have filed for bankruptcy, just as I predicted. Maybe a little less corona-related than you might think, with people moving towards casual dress, casual Fridays, and the mode of wearing a suit to work every day going out of style because older people aren't working anymore, you know, they worked their whole lives and retired or died. And younger people don't want to wear a tie. Heaven forbid. Then they look like those stuffy old Republicans. So anyway, as I predicted earlier, early, early on in the coronavirus mess, those stores were likely headed for the toilet long before the coronavirus hit. Philadelphia Eagles head coach Doug Peterson has now become the second coach in the league to test positive for COVID-19. Here we go. 
Peterson is, quote, asymptomatic and doing well, unquote, according to the team. Many pro athletes are now opting out of the 2020 season because of coronavirus concerns. Well, it's easy to opt out of your job when you have a $40 million contract, isn't it? As many schools prepare to reopen this month, one student in Indiana tested positive on the very first day back to school. Prompting fears, of course, that Corona will spread wildly through the schools. And although most of the children, probably 98% of the children, will be asymptomatic. For those of you who don't know what that big word means, that means they don't show any symptoms. For those students who are asymptomatic but might become carriers of the disease, the fear is they'll take it home to mommy, daddy, big brother, big brother's boyfriend, big sister, big sister's girlfriend, their transgender neighbor, And of course, Grandma and Grandpa. The FDA's list of dangerous hand sanitizers has now passed 100. And since reopening, zoos and aquariums across the country have seen few visitors. I wonder why. The U.S. has recorded almost 155,000 deaths and about 4.7 million cases of COVID-19 in a nation of 330 million people. This according to John Hopkins University. Worldwide, supposedly 690,000 deaths and more than 18 million cases. COVID-19 cases spiked in California after the 4th of July holiday weekend, and public health experts say much of the transmission occurred at home or at small get-togethers among people who already knew each other, but certainly not, couldn't possibly be, uh-uh, not, don't even think about it, couldn't possibly be at a protest or a riot. The new 90-minute COVID test in Britain can also detect the flu. Imagine that. Since they're pretty much one and the same, they're both viruses, you would think that any COVID test could also detect the flu. Millions of rapid coronavirus tests will be brought to British hospitals, care homes, and labs starting next weekend, according to the UK Department of Health and Social Care. And in just 90 minutes, the two new tests will be able to detect COVID-19 and other winter viruses, including the flu. British Health Secretary Matt Hancock said, We're using the most innovative technologies available to tackle the coronavirus. Millions of new rapid coronavirus tests will provide on-the-spot results in under 90 minutes, helping to break the chains of transmission quickly. Almost half a million of the new tests, the 90-minute lamb pore swab, will be available starting next week. And it uses DNA to detect the virus. And it will be rolled out to facilities with 5,000 DNA machines. Be careful, boys and girls. They'll be able to detect your DNA and store it in a database along with your COVID and flu histoire. That's history. 
Remember Dr. Burks, Dr. Deborah Burks, the old lady who always had the scarf around her neck so that her chicken neck wouldn't show? She spoke to CNN's State of the Union and warned rural America should not feel immune to the virus, which thus far has been pretty much immune in the rural areas. It's been much more damaging in urban areas. She said the national death toll, which some experts say could double to more than 300,000, will depend on how well southern and western states promote mitigation efforts. She said it is an extraordinarily widespread epidemic, and right now it's different, and it's more widespread because it's more rural and, excuse me, it's both rural and urban. Oh, what a mess. Michigan's Republican state senator, Tom Barrett. I'm sorry. Yes, Tom Barrett has COVID. What can I say? Oh, he's the guy who doesn't like Republican Gretchen Whitmer, remember? She's the one who's shutting everything down. I wish you well, Mr. Senator. And Las Vegas, Nevada holds the Electric Daisy Carnival every year. It's a sold-out three-day electronic dance music festival. Boots and pants and boots and pants. Anyway, it won't take place this year due to the coronavirus pandemic. It's been, it had been rescheduled from May to October at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. But now they've moved it to May 21st through 23rd next year. They said they don't think they could safely handle the estimated 450,000 attendees who come to vape and smoke and do drugs and dance to rave music. A Delta Airlines flight was delayed after passengers refused to wear a face mask. After two travelers refused to wear a face mask, the Delta flight headed to Atlanta from Detroit Metro airport on Thursday had to turn around and head back to the gate. That reminds me of that one Ron White piece where he says, we took off and then we were having engine trouble, so we had to turn all the way around and go back where we came from, even though we were probably closer to the next airport where we were headed. According to a Delta statement, the plane returned to the gate after two customers were non-compliant with crew instructions, which is a federal offense. After a short delay, the aircraft departed to Atlanta. Face masks or appropriate coverings are required for customers and employees of Delta. Oh well, here we go. Earlier I mentioned an Indiana student tested positive for COVID-19 on the first day of school. The junior high school child in Greenfield, Indiana received the news on the first day of class that a student had tested positive for the coronavirus According to an email sent to families Thursday night, a student attended part of the first day of classes and the district told families that the positive COVID-19 test protocol has been enacted. The school was alerted by the health department. The student was immediately isolated and all of his close contacts were identified. Let's just hope he was one of those geeky nerds that none of the other kids hung around with so that the school doesn't experience a massive outbreak. Lowe's, 
the home improvement giant is giving out COVID-19 relief grants to small businesses. It will range from five to $20,000. The company said the grants will provide immediate relief for critical needs such as rent, payroll, and operational expenses to keep businesses running. Of the $55 million available, $30 million will focus on small businesses owned or led by minorities and women. $25 million will support enterprises in rural communities, the company said in a news release. Way to pander, Lowe's. Way to pander. I guess I'll be going to Big Orange today. Many Major League Baseball and NFL players have opted out of the season due to the coronavirus outbreak. More pro baseball and football players have decided, I don't want to play. I don't want to earn my millions of dollars. Sunday afternoon, New York Mets outfielder Jonas Caspedes didn't show up for the Sunday afternoon game. The team later announced he's dropped out for the season. And we support him in his decision, said the New York Mets general manager after the game. It was surprising, he said. On Sunday, New England Patriots veteran tight end Matt Lacoste became the eighth player on that team to pull out for the season. Patriots have the most opt-outs in the NFL as of today. Their biggest opt-out, of course, being Tom Brady, who's gone elsewhere. The NFL is suffering. In college football, a group of Pac-12 athletes released a statement on Sunday threatening to opt out of the 2020 season. They said they're being asked to play without, quote, enforced health and safety standards and without transparency about COVID cases on the teams and the risks to themselves, their families and their communities will force them to sit out. Ah, what can I say, folks? It's Monday. We'll be back in just a moment. You know those thoughts that are eating away at your brains? Steve Z is letting them out. Refreshing, isn't it? This is the Truth Hurts program. You could spend time in traffic listening to some biased local or national talk show. You could listen to that same song one more time. You could engage in mundane conversation with your carpool buddy. Or you could even sit there quietly pondering the meaning of life. Boring. How about listening to the Truth Hurts program with me, Steve Z? I provide some welcome distraction from the canned scripts of the national networks. And I talk about the real issues of today. Best of all, it's free, and you can listen anytime on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Spotify, Overcast, or many others. Or simply type in The Truth Hurts Steve Z into your web browser, and you can listen to all of what you know you're thinking right on your computer or smartphone. It's like having that conversation around the water cooler without the leaky water cooler. Thank you. 
From the Let's Give People a Pass on Illegal Activities file, a Senate committee okayed a bill on Friday that will give sexual assault victims immunity from drug and alcohol charges. Well, this is interesting. A state Senate committee on Friday in California, of all places, announced and advanced a bill that will give sexual assault victims and witnesses immunity from prosecution if they possessed or illegally used drugs or alcohol at the time of the assault. (laughs) According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, 80% of sexual assault victims who are college students don't report the assaults and 67% of sexual assaults against victims who are not students go unreported because the victims were high on illegal drugs at the time they were assaulted. So you get a pass to do illegal drugs if somebody fondles you or shoo. Yes, I said shoo. But she didn't hear it because it was bleeped out. <laughs> the bill states that immunity given to victims or witnesses who possessed or illegally used drugs or alcohol at the time of a sexual assault will be granted immunity. Holy crap. So I guess now anyone who gets busted for using drugs or possessing drugs can simply say, He touched my titty. I was sexually assaulted. So I get a pass on my drugs. Give me a break. And those of you who know me know that I am and have always been a fan of the deadliest catch. One of the deckhands, Malon Reyes, has passed away at age 38. His wife, Heather Sullivan, told TMZ that he suffered a heart attack, was hospitalized, but never regained consciousness, and then was taken off of life support. So, crab fishermen can die from other causes of death. Rest in peace, Mr. Reyes. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg is guilty of omitting health issues. Yes, you heard me. She's known that her cancer returned four months ago, but has chosen not to say anything, but now it's been revealed. Ginsburg is afraid of dying, as I guess most people are but she's damn near refused to die during the administration of Donald Trump because she knows he will replace her with a conservative justice. Ruth Ginsburg is very old and very ill, and I wonder deeply as to whether or not she has all of her faculties about her and is still capable of rendering proper decisions in the nation's highest court. 
On Friday night, supporters of Joe Biden received an urgent message from his campaign in an email address. It wasn't from the Democrat presidential nominee. It was from Kamala Harris, the fake African-American. Underneath a picture of herself, the California senator wrote, I know Joe's heart, and I've seen firsthand his compassion and dedication to public service. He'll be a president for all of us, and I'm giving everything I've got to help him succeed this year. It appears she's finally buried the hatchet. Harris, 55, is now the clear favorite to become Biden's running mate. He said he'll make his decision next week, but the message from Harris clearly was intended to diffuse a vicious behind-the-scenes battle that has reached fever pitch in recent days. With so much on the line, the knives have been out for Miss Harris within the Democrat Party. Anonymous briefings, some emanating from people in 77-year-old Biden's own camp, have attempted to portray her as disloyal, ruthlessly ambitious, opportunistic, untrustworthy, and intent on becoming the president herself. Duh, I've been saying this all along. As one Democrat donor put it, she would be running for president the day of the inauguration. For me, loyalty and friendship should mean something, unquote. Yes, it looks like Kamala Harris, the woman seen on the CNN presidential debate, pointing her finger and basically telling Joe Biden that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. At one point during that particular debate, she said, as a young black girl, she had benefited from the policy used to desegregate schools by transporting black children to mostly white schools, but Biden had joined with segregationist senators in an attempt to stop the desegregation she called him basically a racist. But then she said, I do not believe you are a racist. She looked him in the eye. She said, but there was a little girl in California. She was bused to school every day, and that little girl was me. Biden said, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Listen, Kamala Harris is an evil person. She would be the first black person to become a vice presidential nominee. She's the daughter of academics who immigrated to America. Her Jamaican-born father is a Stanford University economist, and her mother was a Tamil cancer research scientist. So we'll see what happens, but you can pretty much bet money that it will be Ms. Harris who takes second place until she finds a way to get rid of him and will ascend to the throne as the first black woman president. Such a shame. And that's about all I have the stomach for this morning to tell you. This Monday, August 3rd, 2020. And it is all the truth, and sometimes, my friends, like it or not, the truth hurts. You have been listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hopefully, we've provided you with engaging, enlightening, and educational information that will allow you to make informed decisions. I know you may not necessarily agree with everything I say, but that's okay in America. 
The right to express your opinion is guaranteed in the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Just as I respect your right to your opinion, I expect you to respect my right to my opinion. That's how it works. When all is said and done, usually more is said than is ever done. So if you are actually going to go out and do something today, please make it a worthwhile endeavor. Until next time, this is the Truth Hurts Program. <laughs>